right, guys. My name is Natalie. I was an intern uh, with student ministry last year, but I stayed around. And so we're going to be talking about what the Bible says about possessions and money. And so I chose this topic because it really goes a lot, like, if you think about it, money and possessions is something that we all, like, face in our lives, right? And for me, I just want to give you guys a little bit of background on where I stand on this. So my parents got a divorce when I was only two years old. And the day that my um, mom filed the divorce on my dad, he actually ended up kicking me and my mom out. And so for a really long time, me and my mom were homeless. Um, And I'm really grateful because there was never a night that I spent outside. Um, But both me and my mom were going back and forth from home to home, just trying to find a place to lay. Um, And I remember specifically, like, my mom um, crying, like, in front of me because the only source of food that we had for the day, she would obviously give it to me. And even then, like, it wasn't that much, right? It would be oatmeal or a couple of eggs and and bread. And so I remember literally being a little girl and knowing that we were struggling, and we were struggling bad. And so then my mom ended up getting remarried to my most amazing stepdad. Um, But even then, like, we struggled a lot with money, right? Um, A lot of my clothes came from yard sales and um, thrift stores. And so obviously as a little girl, I knew my situation. I knew I didn't, or, you know, my family didn't make that much money. I knew I didn't have a lot of materialistic things. But I also knew that I wanted things, right? And so as a little girl, I always said to myself, when I get older, I'm going to go to college, and I'm going to work so hard so I can get a job, and I can make all this money so I can finally get everything I was not able to have as a little girl, right? So fast forward, I'm 21 years old. I'm a junior in college. I'm struggling with money still, okay? I still don't have everything I want. But when I started working, I started finding myself literally getting small paychecks, and I would use those paychecks to literally go and get anything I wanted, right? Like this whole budget, saving stuff did not exist. If I'm being honest, to this day, it still kind of doesn't exist. But because of everything that I saw when I was little, when I saw money, you know, and I got older and I saw money, I started going crazy. And I thought the world was in my control, right? I have money. I can go buy this if I want. I can go buy this. I can go do that, right? And I just felt powerless. And that ambition started powering me more, right? I want to be a lawyer so I can get so much money, and I want to do this, and I want to do that. And I eventually realized that my whole identity and my whole perspective on life was literally wrapped around this thing called money, like everything. When I sat down and I thought about why, like what do you really want to do with your life, right? Like I said, I'm a junior now in college, and now I'm realizing maybe I don't want to be a lawyer because of the money, so now what do I want to do? Like I, you, you know, my whole existence of what I was thinking I was wanting to do was wrapped around money. And so that's what I want to talk to you guys about. Um, one of the ber- verses that stuck out to me was this. In 1 Timothy 6.10 it says, For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with so many pangs. And that was me. Like I, I middle school girl was coming to church, but giving right to, to the offering 
wasn't an option for me because I was only making a couple of money. So if I gave, I wasn't going to have any for myself, right? So money started to be the root of my life. And the reason I want to bring it to y'all's attention as high schoolers is because how many of you guys have social media? Yeah, all of us, right? We all have social media. And I don't know about you guys, but I start going on social media and I follow certain bloggers, certain pages. And then when I think I'm okay, I start to get consumed with all these things that I don't have, but that I want to have, right? So I start to follow, like, I don't, we have majority girls, guys, I don't really know what you guys <laughs> follow and see on social media, but I know, like, for example, girls, like, on social media, I'll, I'll follow a blogger who she has this car, this ring, this, all this clothes, right? And I'm like, well, I don't have that, but I want that, so if I want that, then... Maybe I need to go to law school so I can have all this money to have it, right? Guys, I don't know. Maybe it's the same thing with cars. You know, I've heard all my friends say, you know, like, oh, I have this little Toyota and it's not what I want. I want this car, right? So we're realistically, we're all consumed in this, right? And my point to you guys is that I don't want you guys to think that having possessions of things, right, having materialistic things, right, wanting a good career to make good money is, is a bad thing because it's not, right? So that's not what I'm trying to get at. It's not a bad thing, but it becomes a bad thing when we start to let money, materialistic things, consume our everyday lives, right? And so going back to social media, if we're on social media and we're following a certain page, what can happen? We start to find our identity in that, right? And then outside of the truth, right? And so I want to read to you guys a really quick verse. It says, but those who desire to be rich fall into temptation. And that was me, right? I was falling into this temptation of living a life that was just serving myself, right? I was falling into the temptation of wanting to do everything for my own pleasure and my own desire, however that looked when it came to money and materialistic things. And the verse continues, and it says, But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. And I don't know how this verse itself, or even this topic, relates to you guys. But coming into tonight, I really just wanted to, you know, we know that the Bible says, you know, what these verses have said, right? But I really wanted to just be truthful with you guys and, and share real life experiences. For me, this has been a huge struggle because, like I said, because of how I was raised. And so when I started making money, I started to think of myself as being better than. And I don't know why, because I wasn't <laughs> making that much money. Like, you know, being a high schooler and then a college student, I was making maybe $8, 8 to $10 an hour. So I don't know why I was feeling like this. But I started to see and feel myself as better than. And so my mom, um, she immigrated here from another country. So she only had a high school uh, diploma. And so when I started making money, and right after high school, I got into a corporate America job. So that means I was working in a financing firm. So I was not making that much money. So I just want to clear that out. I was not making money. But some way... I started feeling like I was better than my mom, right? So then that started trickling into my relationship with her. I was already mad because of the way I was raised in poverty, even though that was not her fault. And then I started to think, I'm better than. 
So my relationship with my mom started just crumbling because I started to think I was better than. You know, I, and I didn't, I didn't really care. You know, I didn't think about God. I didn't think, oh, okay, this money or this job or this position, whatever, is coming from God. All I saw was my hard work paid off. I got myself here, and now it's time for me to get that check because I deserve that. And the last verse I want to read to you guys, it says this. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And that is in Matthew 6.33. And I want to read you guys that verse because I know our generation, we're, we're pressured in a lot of different ways, right? We're pressured to get good grades because if we don't get good grades, maybe we won't get into the college that we want to get to. And if we don't get into the college we want to get to, we won't have the career that we want. And if we don't have the career that we want, how much money are we going to make? At least that's how I, I was thinking, sitting in your shoes in high school, right? And then it's, do I even want to go to college? If I don't, how much money, like what, what finances am I going to get, right? All, we, we're so pressured. But let me read this verse again. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And so when it comes to materialistic things, when it comes to money, what I'm trying to get at with you guys is have dreams, have goals, know what you want to do, right? But do not be consumed by the things that money and materials bring because those things are temporary. Those things a few years from now are going to fade and are not even going to matter. But when we seek what God wants from us first, then those true blessings are going to trickle down. And maybe you guys will see it in the short term, or maybe you won't see it at all, right? So I want to share with you guys another <laughs> quick story. So after, now, like I said, I'm a junior. Now, I came down a little bit more, right? I still like to go shopping, and I still like to buy the things that I like. But I now know that God is blessing me with, the, with this money, right? It's cool, it's cool, it's cool, right? I don't see myself as better than, right? But I switched my perspective. I switched my perspective, and I knew that everything that is coming into my life is a blessing from God. So I switched that perspective. And so a really, really, really cool thing. When I started switching my perspective, and I started to pray, and I started to say, God, okay, you know that when it comes to money, I freak out. And you know what's in my heart, and you know how I feel, right, God? Like, I, you know me, you made me, you, we got this clear. So please help me relax when it comes to finances and my future, and just show me what you want from me. Just, just please show me what you want from me. And so when I started doing that, I quit the job that I was in because I knew that wasn't the place that I was supposed to be. And, yeah, I started freaking out like a week I was like okay I'm broke I have no job what am I gonna do literally one week a week after God literally gave me a job with a really good position that a person my age wouldn't have gotten and it was for the Atlanta Braves in the marketing department um like no college student without a degree would have gotten the position I did um and 
that's just to come and show that when you're putting yourself out there in front of God and you're just trusting him, he will deliver, right? For all of us, he's going to deliver a different way. But I promise you guys, if we just stay still and we ask God, God, just use, our, just use my money, just use the $7.25, there's $8 that I'm making at the moment, just use it for your kingdom, he will show up. And it can be in the slightest things ever. You know, like we do our, the, the offerings out there, right? It could be in the slightest thing as that. And you, well, I'm only making $7.25 if that. You know, it doesn't matter. God is blessing us with so many things, way more than half of the population of this world, right? But he's giving it to us because he wants us to use these materialistic things and our money to further his kingdom and not to better ourselves, right? And so tonight, I just that's going to be my prayer for you guys. And as you guys head out to small group and continue your high school journey and into college and into the real world, right, I want to encourage you guys to remember that, that God is going to give you all the blessings that he knows that you need in your life, right? But he doesn't give you that so that you can think that you're better than or you deserved it because realistically we don't we don't deserve anything that God gives us but if he's giving it to you is because he's giving you a responsibility to use that to bring others to come to know who he is right so I want to pray us out and then it is eight o'clock and you guys can head out to small groups so let's pray Heavenly Father, we just want to give you thanks for this day, and we want to give you um, the glory for allowing us to come together as a group tonight at Reckless and hear your word, Father God. When it comes to money and materials, God, you know that this is something that we all struggle with. It doesn't matter how young or how old we are, God. This is something that is going to affect us in our everyday lives, Heavenly Father. So I just pray over any anxiety and stress that's in the room at the moment, um, when it comes to this topic, Heavenly Father, because truth be told, this can and, and sometimes will take over our lives and our happiness. And, and really, it just takes away from, from the, the blessings that you have for us, Father God. And so tonight, I pray for every student and every leader in the room, Father God, that they just understand that anything that you give them is a blessing coming from you, Heavenly Father. And if they're struggling with knowing or thinking that, you know, they don't have enough, Heavenly Father, that you just reveal to them that you are a God who knows everything and you are giving them everything that they need in every single moment, Heavenly Father. And so we thank you, we love you, and it's in your name we pray. Amen.